We are live on Periscope and Trovo.live slash The Hake Report. And of course, DLive still. Yes, we are still live on DLive, but you just can't. I think you can. I think if you guys subscribed monthly on DLive, that it's still like taking out lemons from your account and putting it into mine. Appreciate that. But, uh,. I wonder if you're able to unsubscribe <laughs> because they no longer allow you to um, subscribe on a one-month basis or a three- or six-month basis or a year. And um, you cannot give lemons, diamonds, ice cream, ninjaginis, ninjets, or anything. You know, all these. I'm referring, for those, the layperson, to the demonetization, the deplatforming, basically, of... Uh, of these big companies against independent voices, right? I would consider myself somewhat of an independent voice. I'm not the mainstream media, that's for sure. I don't think. <laughs> Although I do read a lot of their stuff to you, right? Anyway, I'm live on Twitch and Facebook and uh, YouTube and all that stuff. I think I'm live on Twitch. It comes on or off. I see your chats. In YouTube and DLive and Trovo. What's up, guys? What's up, Shaggy Boy and Lin Yen Chin and Dan East and Brandon M? I have callers on the line, your favorites and mine. You can call in 888-775-3773. I am James Hake. This is The Hake Report. It's 9.03 a.m. U.S. Pacific Standard Time here in Los Angeles, Friday, February 5th, 2021. We're going to touch on... President Trump resigned from SAG, which is the Screen Actors Guild. I think it's called SAG-AFTRA, which they added that stuff in there because whatever. And he resigned from there because he got backstabbed by the sleazy people, everybody backstabbing him. He's been kind of like crucified. See ya. And, uh, yeah, everybody's turned on him and backstabbed him. Kind of like what happened to Jesus. Although these people never even really, I mean, they were hardly even... Remotely decent people. There were decent people who turned on Jesus, like abandoned him, ran away when trouble came. <laughs> and then later they repented and became like apostles and stuff. But these people, some of them, <laughs> are not going to become apostles, that's for sure. Or Christians. But I'm going to touch on that. And the impeachment, he's not going to testify. Some of the Democrats pretended like they want him to testify. It's so phony. Um, more poser lawsuits. Smartmatic, which is a far-left uh, company. I say far-left because basically every company in America, major company, is pretty far-left. If not, they cave to them. They do cave to them. I'm thinking about... I'm looking at you, uh... What is that chicken? Chick-fil-A. Even Chick-fil-A. If they're not far left, which they hired, they hired a black, didn't they? They caved to the far left. Even uh, the Heritage Foundation or Heritage.org or whatever you want to call them. The supposedly um, conservative uh, company. Not company, but non-profit organization, whatever they are. By the way, I heard that Jeff Zucker is abandoning ship over at CNN. And social media oppression and infighting and strife. There's a whole lot of strife. And I have some information about this 
guy who is a DA up in San Francisco. You heard about him on the Jason Lee Peterson show. I have a little bit more information about him and his uh, relatives and and, uh, adoptive so-called parents and all kinds of stuff. And a young Kim woman, a woman named Young Kim. She's Korean. That's why her name is like that, right? And she is a so-called Republican and voted to oust our queen. (laughs) I'm joking around. Our Auntie Marjorie Taylor Greene. Backstabbers. Haters of Americans. Marjorie Taylor Greene. I don't like women being in office, but she's a normal Christian conservative lady. I don't know if she's Gen X or a young-looking boomer or what. But anyway, we have no representation. They oust our best people, including Steve King, including Marjorie Taylor Greene. It's terrible. Anyway, all that and your calls... Let's get on with the show. I mean, hey guys, <laughs> we're going to be talking about all this stuff and your calls. It's Friday. We're going to have some fun and I will read your super chats and go to trovo.live slash the hate report and support there if you like. It's fun. Oh, it's the hate report, the hate report, la la la. Today I have a little bit of throwback education for the younger people, and I'm pretty, a little, I'm kind of in between young and old myself, and some of you may know this stuff more than I do, but I wanted to tell you about these things that took place with regard to Obama, and to this day, there are heirs to this long legacy of communism in America. And evil in America. That's the same thing, right? And I guess communism is not the only evil in America, but it's like what any, every Democrat and rhino is basically communist. Uh, But anyway, um, there's a whole lot of evil on our side that we got to deal with too. But a lot of it is because we've been subverted by this communism stuff. And um, a lot of you guys, I mean, different people name different things as the root, as the, as the driving force behind the subversion of America, right? And those are all, most, many, or if not most, of those things are true. I was l- reading a little headline from Reddit, because, you know, I've been going on there every now and then, a little bit. Reddit is a far-left enemy of America social media platform, right? They don't allow conservatives on there real conservatives or Trump supporters. But there's a little bit of support. I mean, in the underground, they're there. 
But there was somebody complaining about, we gotta get rid of the two-party system so that politicians are just trying to represent the people and not beholden to special interests and lobby groups and uh, whatever. And big corporations. And to me, I can appreciate the, I can sympathize with the frustration because a whole lot of us see that the, um, a whole lot of us see that the corporations are against the people by pretending to be pro-LGBTQIA madness, which is anti-human being, including those people who are stuck in that uh, mindset. And it is pro-Black Lives Matter, which is anti-all people, anti-all people, except for the power-hungry communists, right? And yes, Reddit does stink. <laughs> and all that stuff. And I get that the lobbyists, many of them have ulterior motives or these people get in, you know, they talk about defense contractors and uh, they, they scapegoat the gun lobby, which is really just we the people, honestly. I mean, NRA, yeah, some, they've gotten pretty big and sometimes they've supported rhino things that doesn't always represent us, we the people, the real people who support the Second Amendment. They've gotten establishment friendly. Gun Owners of America might be a nicer alternative, but I support both. They f- just scapegoat that, right? And then you have the so-called Justice Democrats, which is Cortez. She's just an establishment-friendly, uh, anti-American person. A- Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, and she was supported by the so-called Justice Democrats, which is the Young Turks type uh, liberals. The Young Turks being this guy who has interviewed Jesse, and Jesse's interviewed him, Jesse Lee Peterson. Um, Jank Uger, that guy who used to be a Muslim conservative, and now he's a, I guess, like an agnostic atheist, maybe, far-left liberal, hater of America and decency, just a mocker of, of truth. Um, and these people, they're pretending, oh, we gotta get money out of politics, as if money is the only real evil. It's not. People are weak, people are corrupt, people are perverted, um, people are evil, and we're getting rid of the two-party system. I don't know how that's going to help if you don't fix the people. So anyway, um, I am going to get to some calls, but, you know, let me tell you about this thing. Speaking of establishment and so-called powerful people or influential people, you know how Hollywood tries to throw around its, or the people in Hollywood try to throw around their so-called influence? They get the UN, the corrupt UN, evil UN, United Nations, gets all these dumb A-list so-called actors to push feminism and climate hysteria and anger and nastiness. Emma Watson gave this speech, he for she, Emma Watson being some actress from the, uh, what's that magic boys, uh, (laughs) that magic little witch boy, um, Harry Potter. Potter. (laughs) She was the girl in Harry Potter. Uh, And then she became this pretty feminist woman. 
pretty ugly in the inside, right? <laughs> Magic little witch boy. <laughs> How dismissive can I get? <laughs> he reminds me of Ben Shapiro now. I mean, I saw him in like the last movie. Anyway, <laughs> such disrespect, right? But that's all they earn is disrespect from me. But anyway. But, yeah, so the Hollywood has always stood, or at least in my lifetime, in all of my memory, they've always stood for evil. Even the nice ones, like, uh, people talk, speak well sometimes of that black guy, who I think everybody looks like him, um, Denzel Washington, because he doesn't really kiss up so much to the racism thing. Same thing with that guy who's, who narrates everything with an old voice, and people think he has a nice voice. Um, yeah, Morgan Freeman. <laughs> Thank you, Joel. <laughs> That guy's a sleazy person, but he says, how do you get rid of racism? Stop talking about it. Don't be all into it. And, you know, that's a nice sentiment. But the blacks are the ones who are all talking about it, and the liberals. And then the rhinos kiss up to the pretense that it's real. Adam Kinzinger started this whole pack, a rhino who hates Trump. He's a young guy who, so-called young guy, just got married last year. Former Tea Party wave rider. And now he's anti-Trump and fighting racism. Okay, commie, but um, Trump has resigned from the Screen Actors Guild. Very nice. And he said, your organization has done little. Well, he said more than that, but that's from the Epic Times, a headline. I got the alert from TMZ yesterday. Sleazy outlet, TMZ. But King, President Trump. And I have pictures of this lady that they put in charge. They always put women in charge. Screen Actors Guild, woman in charge. Which, what, what is the Screen Actors Guild but a union for most, well, I guess they're not mostly rich. A whole lot of actors are pretty uh, scraping by, supposedly, right? Because they're following their dream, waiting tables. <laughs> Can't wait tables here in America, in uh, the communist um, county of L.A., because we still haven't opened up yet. We've sort of opened up for outdoor dining now. Because of the communist virus shutdowns. But, you know, a lot of bunch of these people in the Screen Actors Guild, they're either very rich or they're just a mess. Um, begging. Or scheming to, to pull a Me Too on these old guys. <laughs> I'm talking about women trying to seduce the men so that they can get a job. And all kinds of corruption going on in Hollywood, right? But former President Donald J. Trump has appeared in many movies and TV shows and stuff. And he sent a letter, I guess it, he announced it on Thursday, or was on yesterday, to the SAG Screen Actors Guild president, Gabrielle Carteris. I don't know if I'm pronouncing her name correctly. This is her. I, don't, I think that's probably just a random guy. I don't know. Or maybe it's her, her son or something. I think it's just a random guy, though. A guy named Greg. But Gabrielle Carteris is the short lady next to him. And also, her, uh, the younger version of her is in a poster thing behind them in this photograph that Joelle is showing you guys. And she played a woman from back in the, if you're Gen X or Gen Y, older Gen Y like me, you've heard of this TV show, Beverly Hills 90210. <laughs> Way back in 1990. She played Andrea Zuckerman. Fictional character, Zuckerman. One of the female leads of Beverly Hills, 90210. It was a uh, 
young people's soap opera type thing. I think it was pretty degenerate. Girls in my class were kind of into it. In like fourth grade. This was when... I want to say that this was when... The uh, New Kids on the Block was big, which was a boy band. And the girls liked them and nobody else did. But there's, that's her in her younger days. Younger, prettier days, but still corrupt. Because I think Beverly Hills 90210 was pretty corrupt. From what I understand. Uh, so this lady, she talked trash against President Trump, of course, joining in the bandwagon. You know, no courage, no standing on reasonableness. So President Trump wrote this to them. I write you today, he said, Ms. Carteris, and I have the, a screenshot of the letter, but he says, I wrote, I write you today regarding the so-called disciplinary committee hearing that the, the SAG started aimed at revoking my union membership. Who cares? Trump wrote <laughs> to uh, Carteris. I don't know how to pronounce her last name. After SAG voted to say that Trump violated the union's guidelines after the January 6th Capitol riot. The, what type of union guidelines do these people have? Because look at how degenerate and evil these people are. Um, Hollywood promotes getting rid of your guns while they get theirs. They promote degeneracy and all kinds of sexual mess, and they themselves are messes most of the time in their own personal lives. Anyway. Trump says, while I'm not familiar with your work, <laughs> that's a funny dig, I'm very proud of my work on movies such as Home Alone 2, Zoolander, and Wall Street, Money Never Sleeps. Money Never Sleeps is part of the Wall Street title. And television shows, including The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. That's the one with Will Smith in it. Classic. Well, actually pretty degenerate, too. <laughs> Very immoral. Saturday Night Live, and of course, one of the most successful shows in television history, The Apprentice, just to name a few. I've also greatly helped the cable news television business, said to be a dying platform with not much time left until I got involved in politics. Yeah. He's talking about present-day reality. And created thousands of jobs at networks, such as MSDNC and Fake News CNN, among many others. Which brings me to your blatant attempt at free media attention to distract from your dismal record as a union. Your organization has done little for its members and nothing for me besides collecting dues and promoting dangerous, un-American policies and ideas. Very nice. As evident by your massive unemployment rates and lawsuits from celebrated actors who even, a re even recorded a video asking why isn't the union fighting for me? These, however, are policy failures. Your disciplinary failures are even more egregious. I no longer wish to be associated with your union. As such, this letter is to inform you of my immediate resignation from SAG-AFTRA, which you have done, you have done nothing for me. <laughs> Regards, written in bold, Sharpie, Donald J. Trump. President Donald J. Trump. Nice. President for life. That's cool. Isn't that nice? So, some background. Apparently they did this, what was it called? Ethics committee hearing? What a laugh. Ethics violation? Something like that, right? But, uh, Carteris, last month, 
said that the president attacked the values that this union holds so sacred. Yeah, okay, anything is sacred. The only thing that's sacred is anti-Christian stuff with these people following the January 6th Capitol breach. You know, everybody pretended that Trump stirred up this riot that took place, which is false. Trump was a member of that union since 1989. And I think I told you, or you probably heard, that even Macaulay Culkin turned on President Trump. Sick! Macaulay Culkin is like my age, give or take a year or two or three, or maybe four. I think he's like in his early 40s. And he was in, he was known for being in Home Alone. Still looking the same. <laughs> well, kind of. Yeah, you can kind of recognize him, but he just looks a mess. Oh, yeah, I remember. He looks like a mess. And he even turned on real President Donald J. Trump. Wanted to put himself like a, like, Photoshop or however you call it for a video, himself, his older self, as the person who points the way for young baby Macaulay Culkin from Home Alone 2 when he walks into Trump Tower. Okay, give me a break. Culkin is a beta. True. What a shame. No courage amongst the young. Oregon, or amongst most people, period, honestly. Speaking of no courage, I'm going to get to... I showed you in the, in the opening slideshow, Joel Friday here showed you, the lineup of the Republicans, well, some of them, right? The Republicans who openly, shamelessly backstabbed our queen. <laughs> I'm totally kidding about this queen thing. Mostly. Uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene. <laughs> I remember I jumped on the pro-Palin bandwagon because she was so hated. What else do I, what other choice do I have but to be pro-Palin? Sarah Palin, when they went after her, they tried to accuse Sarah Palin of being the reason that John McCain lost. No, John McCain lost to, Joe, to uh, Barack Obama in 2008 in the, his first run for president, uh, Obama's first run for president, because John McCain is a weak, coward kiss-up. And Palin was a kiss-up I think Palin was a kiss-up to women and kiss-up to the liberals pick, although she's pro-Tea Party to her credit, right? Whatever. Anyway, uh, but first, let me get to some calls. You can call in 888-775-3773. Um, wow, interesting, man. Um, I'm talking to, I'm seeing what Lucas is talking about. Let me actually get to Lucas. I haven't heard from him in, in Alhambra, California. Says the LA Slimes wrote about him. Well, he calls it LA Times. What's up, Lucas? It's nice to hear from you. Hey, hey, how you doing? Doing well. How about you? I'm uh, doing well. Right so, on. Yeah, the, the LA Times called me one day because I was, um, I do the anti-vaccine thing a lot. Oh, but, you're, uh, you're, a, you're an outspoken anti-vaxxer activist? Yeah, nice. yeah, and, and and also an unmasked activist as well. Okay. Um, yeah, I do some events with some people, but it, I don't have a group. You know, it's just people invite me. Yeah. But they um they didn't really slander me that much. I mean, they put my full name out there, which was I think was a little too much. Okay. But they also um because they asked me about like 
because I said I'm a Christian, you know, and they're like, oh, like, what church do you go to? And, and I brought up <laughs> Jesse Lee Peterson. Dang. So in the article, in the article, they talk about Jesse Lee Peterson as well. Wow. It has nothing to do with the, with the, yeah, with the story. Right. And they called, um, they said Jesse Peterson is a, an ultra conservative. Yeah. They called him that uh-huh. on the piece. And then they also said, uh, what else did he say? What was the person who contacted you? Who, what was their name? His or her name? Uh, I don't, I don't remember her name, but it's on oh, the man. article. Okay. So you got to record these. You got to record these calls, man. If you can, I don't know how to f- record a phone call either. I'm a boomer. Yeah, but. yeah. I don't know how to record a phone call, but yeah, it was kind of interesting because they were just. It was kind of, it was kind of a little slanderous. You know what I mean? Of course. Yeah, Los Angeles slimes. They're anti. Yeah. They're known to be anti-Trump. Some people say, man. And I don't know if I agree with them. I just haven't really thought about it that much. Some people say don't talk to the media. But I'm yeah, just but I'm just letting you know that's what some people say. But Yeah, but anyway. I, I only did it. I only did it because I'm getting like mega death threats, you know, on um on YouTube. I'm like uh, like if people know me like Lucas, they they they've been doxing me right. on Instagram, YouTube. Is it is that um, was that before or after the article? Or that both? was before the article. Before okay. the article. Because I, I go to rallies as well, and um, one of the leftist uh, reporters caught me saying like Brianna Taylor was a thug, is a thug, <laughs> because yeah, they, they went it went all viral on Instagram, on Black Twitter and Black Instagram and right. all that, all the fucking that, sorry, because all the BLM people and Antifa people, yeah, they, um, they're out to get me, and how, then, so I think that's how they found me. Why are you so outspoken and such an activist? Uh, why am I? Because because it's the only thing that I could that I can do really. Are you working? It's the only thing that I could do. Yeah, I'm working. Yeah, I'm working. I work at a, in a warehouse. I can't work in. I used to work in the restaurant business, but the hours are like twenty hours a week now. You know, the warehouse job I get oh, yeah. forty to fifty hours a week. Right. So it's better. Interesting, man. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, so yeah. Send, yeah, so right it, now, send I mean, us the article. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll Do you think the that the death threats are going to go away after or subside after this article about you? I think that they would increase. I, I don't know. I was hoping that you know, because she seemed very nice. They all seemed very nice in the interview. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They so smile on your face. Hoping, yeah, <laughs> they're backstabbers. Yeah, yeah. and um, no I, I don't know. I hope so. I hope. I hope my name goes a little away. You know, down. That, but that's why I, I would think I've that that would make you. Now. It seems doesn't seem. To make sense to me, though, because that would seem to make make it go up. Did they mention that you're getting all kinds of threats in the article? Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. They mentioned that in the article. So Did I'm, they name the threateners? <laughs> no, they didn't do that. No, but no, they but named, they named you? my name. <laughs> yeah, my full name out there. But who knows? Hopefully it helps. Hopefully it doesn't. The people that I hang out with and go to the rallies with and stuff. Well, make sure you just me. be wise and be careful. Don't you have a family yeah. and stuff that you got to protect? Yeah, I know. I have a family, and I have a very distinctive last name, so it's like it's not really a good mix. Maybe I shouldn't be sharing all this information. About it. <laughs> <My> <laughs> no, I'm, I'm already, I'm already in too deep. No, it's okay. I'm, I'm already in too deep with it. Like, yeah, but, but regardless, <laughs> uh, don't be reckless, man, and don't uh, be yeah. wise with um, everything that you do and say. You don't want to yeah. get, um, you don't want to be a loose cannon, and then you, it, you suffer the consequences forever. And because yeah. you said something that was unnecessary, or you did something that was unnecessary, or your ego got involved and stuff like that, because that's what a lot yeah. happens to a lot of activists, and yeah, it makes them more flash in the pan. They don't 
have staying power and they don't are not actually effective except to um, except to get a little bit of attention and that's not the kind of attention that they want for the most part you know so be mm-hmm. be wise be careful be humble um, and stay alert man because yeah. No, yeah, some of these definitely. people are are off you know these these yep. haters actually yeah. there's off yeah. there's actually a warning not just there's not just off people who hate conservatives there's also off people who who pretend at least pretend to be on our side or think that they're on our side there's a lot of people who are are mentally off and unwise and do things that can hurt you even when they may not mean to they're just off mentally off or spiritually off so yeah always be aware yeah no yeah definitely yeah and a lot of the rallies are going down right now a lot of people aren't going out to rallies it's mainly the anti-mask thing right now and vaccine thing yeah and um and one funny thing about that were you um, at the were you at the rose bowl yeah the dodger stadium oh, Do- dodger stadium bowl, yeah. yeah that's what i meant yeah yeah yeah, and one thing about that is that we didn't shut it down. They shut it down on us. We were just on the sidewalk, like, you know, with our signs and just chanting, you know. So you were not, not trying to, like... Were you blocking traffic at all? Was anybody blocking no, traffic? No, no blocking traffic. It's just right when we got to the gate, the entrance, we were protesting right there, and then they started closing the gate just because, you know, and just ended it. And then it made us look like like we shut it down, but really we were just protesting outside the gate, yeah. not blocking traffic. We weren't like going in people's faces and stuff. We were just chanting, you know. Did, did you know? Did you know everybody there? Yeah, I, yeah, I know. I know a lot of people there. Yeah, just about, just about everyone. There was one girl with a vulgar sign about uh, "I only want a muzzle in the bedroom" or something like that. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. I know that girl. Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> it's Talk about funny. mess. We got to start self-policing. <laughs> These women can get out of control, and that it's not just the yeah. women, but. Sometimes these yeah. women get a little out of control, out of hand. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I've been. I'm always trying to make sure that doesn't happen. Like, um, I kind of like because I, I don't like it when the women take control and they start like, right, like controlling the rallies or the protests or whatever. Because then it just goes to hell, and then right. they get a little, they get a little angry. You know, you can see like the angry, like the anger in them. Me, yeah, I, I just laugh at them whenever they hate on us. I kind of just laugh at it. But um, but the women they get angry. They get pretty angry. True. They some bolder stuff. Yeah. Interesting, man. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, well, so, are you? So, how are you feeling about it? Oh, I'm, I'm feeling. I'm feeling pretty good about it. I mean, I don't know why, but you know, when I talked to LA Times, it gave me a little bit of like clarity, calmness. You know, so at least like, you know, I'm not. I'm not like trying to run away from anyone. I'm trying. I spoke to LA Times. You know, I'm like trying to clear my name. I'm trying to do it, and they didn't. They didn't talk too much bad about me, except it just was weird. The reason, namely, why I call is how they just because I brought up Jesse Lee Peterson, then they started. He was like, oh, and he's a follower of Jesse Lee Peterson, which I'm not a follower. I, I made it clear Jesse isn't even into all the big protest stuff, you know, to the reporter. Right. And, um, and um, but yet, they said I'm a follower of Jesse Lee Peterson. And then they started saying things that he said, like, like that, oh, man, should never fall, like quoting him. And I'm like, that, this has nothing to do with the anti-vaccine story. Right. <laughs> they, just started, they just, anything that they get, oh, they can get Jesse Lee Peterson on this, you know. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. They're very, they're very dishonest. I mean, after hearing some of the clearing up of, or reading a little bit about the clearing up of about this Marjorie Taylor Greene woman, she, somebody in the chat said, she's not my queen. <laughs> I think it was Take Care Business Bear. Good guy. Good man. 
But he said, Queen, because I called her a queen, right? Jokingly. Because they call Maxine Waters a queen and anti-Maxine. So Marjorie Taylor Greene, this, this uh, female congressman out of Georgia, we're always told in the, in the mainstream media, they lead with Q believer or Q supporter, right? But she hasn't, according to her, she hasn't even been supportive of Q or believing in the Q thing since 2018, which is long before the media, mainstream media even really caught wind of it or scaremongered about it. So they're, they like to lie and mischaracterize conservatives. Wikipedia does it, the mainstream media does it, and they pr- hide behind this pretense of, oh, well, these are reliable sources. These are authoritative sources. And they have fact checkers and everything backing up their false reality that they put up for the, main, the masses to consume. And so this Take Care Business Bear guy said, she's not my queen, she's a Q-tard. But, yeah. and I, I was saying the same thing, oh, she's a Q person. But she's actually not, according to her. <laughs> and maybe she's just playing politician, who knows, right? Who knows what. But um, the point is, they're dishonest. They call good evil and evil good, but yeah. that's interesting, man. Yeah, and 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 hope and hopefully this this pisses off your chat. But the Q people, I think I believe in that term Q tart. I'm not a, I'm not a, I'm not a Q person at all. I think right. I think they're a little crazy and misguided by their you know intellectualism, you know their intellect. Yeah, I think they start to jump to conclusions and believe things that aren't true, and um, it, you know that it's like it's like. It's like if you throw a hundred darts, even you're probably going to get one bullseye. You know what I mean? Yeah. They just go off on different tangents and everything. <laughs> yeah. People yeah. are desperate for um, some type of decency to return, and they see how evil the world is. So sometimes people will latch on to stuff that isn't real or isn't true, and it's a uh, mm-hmm. it's a mess. That's why you got to be careful what you believe. Right on, Lucas. Appreciate you, man. We disavow well, COVID deniers, though. okay i get you (laughs) (laughs) and we you know there was a lady who called my show yesterday or the day before who she refuses to wear a mask and i i respect people who refuse to wear the mask but i mean i respect the businesses too if they want us to wear the mask or i'm a i'm a go along pretty much kind of a guy i don't really care that much about it but i will i agree with the people making a stand in the right way but some people take the joke too far and just kind of be unreasonable about it, even from our side. Anyway, Lucas, appreciate you. All right, no, most definitely. All right. All right, man. Take care. All right, thank you, Paul. Bye. Let me get to Mandla in South Africa. He wants to comment on something that has been taking place in church, and it's bled into my show a little bit regarding Jesus. Mandela in South Africa. What's up, Mandela? It's good to hear from you. How are you? Hi, James. Hey. Good to hear from you, you too. Nice. So what's up? Yeah, um, I think, um, I don't know whether the people at church are, like, afraid of JC, or they don't want to engage with with him, or I'm, I'm not sure, like, I feel like people are, like afraid to engage with uh, JC, but um, like um, I was saying, what gives you that impression? Uh, Jesus is not. Yeah, it was the question of is is um, Jesus God? 
Okay, and so what? And what, like the way. What gave you that impression yeah, about so the people like the way, with that question? Yeah, because like the way I view it, and the way I read uh, when I like browse through the the like the way I view it, I view it as a hierarchy, um, a a hierarchy of of um, of uh, it's a hierarchy that is there. So, um, in order for you to get to to um, to the one uh, to the like um, ultimate God, you have to go through um, Jesus. So, um, Jesus can take the place of God because even in um, there was a verse where he said, um, where the, I think it's in like Hebrew, where it says, your throne, O God, is forever and ever, and then, and something like that. And, you, and you're saying that they're, they're talking to Jesus there? Yeah, because um, it says, your throne, O God, is forever. It, it says, if I... And they're calling I, Jesus um, God there, is that what you're saying? Yeah, I think. Okay. That's what they say. So you think so you think that Jesus at the bottom. So you think that Jesus is God or at least can take the place of God and sometimes be called God. Yeah, that is that is my um understanding that he can take the place of God because actually God made him take that place because he says he says that the, the son will be placed the same way that I I I think it was in another verse that the son will be praised the same way that the father, I don't know which. Uh, so he was, so like, he, at one point, are you person. saying that he was not God and then he was made into God? No, no, no. He, from my understanding, uh-huh. no, no, no. Because from my understanding that he was, he was the, the, the word, right? He was the, the word of God. Then like, just like the same way, the same way, um, who's that? The same way Adam Adam uh, was was like the the woman in the beginning. Like he was, the woman was inside Adam, uh-huh. and then they were they were like um, separated. In, in, oh, okay. So Jesus in, came um, from God. Yeah, Jesus came from God. So and like then, um, I take it for from that. Like uh, the first um, the first <laughs> Corinthians one the, uh, eleven, like the beginning where he gives the hierarchy of things. Like how it should be, it should be um, um, a God uh, over Jesus, Jesus over men and men over women. So because there was even this other verse where, like they said, Sarah even called, I think I don't know these people properly, but Abram, um, Lord. Right. I think there was a point where he even called Abram Lord. Right. To 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 show the the the, the yeah so. Like that is how I I, I view it. That he, he um, if you look at it, even in the in the Revelation, they use the same titles. So like he he was given all. Um, I think some of the verses they they he was given the like authority and all things were like under him have been made to be under Jesus. Right. To be like um, under him. Yeah. So that people can praise him the same way they praise. The Father. So that means if you, if you are praising Jesus, then indirectly you praise the Father. But the Father. Is oh, that's all, true. All, it um, sounds like it's true. Oh, yeah. So that's my like understanding. He, he's not God as in being the high God, but there's a hierarchy 
into so like I don't know how to explain yeah but, but I view it in that uh, sense so like, so do you think that you disagree with Jesse then um because Je- Jesse disagree. says that Jesus Only is not God he's the son of God says, hold on Jesus says that he's yeah no 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 I I agree with that oh you do agree, with, agree that. with that yeah but like what I'm makes you even, what makes you think like Thomas remember but you didn't explain hold on hold on what did you yeah what did you mean when you said you think that the people in church are afraid to disagree with jesse it sounded like you said that yeah no 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 i disagree with him with like the part where he just said that he uh jesus was just like a teacher and uh was not uh it was just like a normal a brother, and not like um, uh, um, a a um, uh, someone where uh, you you like um, someone that you like actually worship or or something like that. Oh, so you think that you're supposed to worship Jesus, and you think that you think that Jesse said that he was just another man. Yeah, because I think yeah, I, I think you're putting. Say, no, I no, think no. you're thinking that the. Bi- that I think you're thinking two things. Another man. No, 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 no. You're thinking no, two things. You're thinking that. Jesse's thinking that. something that he's not thinking, and you're thinking the Bible's saying that it's something that it's not saying. This happens so often too. I'm thinking the Bible is saying something that is not saying. Seems like it. Not. Ex- I'm not sure exactly yeah, what. But but like, um, you sound unclear. Yeah, but like um, no, um, I think I I did make my. It, it sounds it sounds Mandla. It's it, a hierarchy. Right, right. I get that. It sounds like Mandla. Like it sounds like this is all just your understanding of it is an all purely intellectual understanding of it. Meaning, no, no, no. Meaning that it's, it's meaning that it's, the, it doesn't sound like a, it's real to you. No, no, no. Uh, like, I'm taking it from the hierarchical um, uh, relationship that they give in when they say, like, man over woman and woman over men. And, yeah, I take it like that. Yeah, that's what I said. Intellectual explanation. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Interesting, man. But, um, yes, I mean, okay. people do, people do uh, put... Even though Jesse says, don't put me on a pedestal, don't believe me just because I say stuff. So I'm sure it happens, but I don't, I don't know that that's the case with any of the people in church last week who d- agreed with him. Because there's, a yeah, whole, there's yeah. a whole, there's actually a whole lot of Christians who are never told outright that Jesus is God. But there's a whole lot of Christians nowadays who believe that he's God. But they say stuff that is never said in the Bible. They say, he's God the Son. But no, it says he's the son of God. No, 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 I don't. I so don't, there's a, there's all kinds of people that the, try to the amplify. They'll take a they'll take a biblical concept and amplify it to say to make it into saying something that it's not saying. And yeah, no, there's a whole lot of people who were never really the into the Christian thing, so they don't they weren't pushed. They weren't they didn't have this thing pushed on them. So there's a lot of people yeah. who are just normal people who. Like, is Jesus God? I'm like, I don't know. I don't, never really thought of it that way. Some people just haven't thought of it or been taught it. So they weren't 
traumatized to yeah, follow like, um, either direction. Like I was like, um, explaining, like, I feel that he is God in the sense that, um, uh, like, he's not, um, like, the one God that they, like, they, like, mention in, when they say that there is, like, only one God. Right. But um, if you look at the uh, scriptures where, like, they say, I think it was in, like, Hebrew, in the first the chapter where they talk about all that stuff about um, even your God, something like that, has made, yeah, but right. I'm not sure what it says there. Yeah, but so, like, I felt like it was, um, it was since it was the God um, in him, that that is that is um, that has um, given him the power to to do all those uh, things to to be able to like redeem us. Okay. So so then um, I also saw like some of those verses that were referring that he shall be. Uh, I think it was something about. Uh, My mind is going numb, Mandla. About worship <laughs> or something like that. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. Okay. Take care, man. Okay, sure. Have a good weekend. Okay, thanks. All right. He's a nice guy. He is having trouble putting it into English, says Wayne and Rhonda. Yeah, but I mean, the way that Christians explain things, I'm saying most Christians, most of us, because we don't actually know it ourselves, we are, <laughs> next caller please, this guy is ruining your show, says Justin Triscillo. But I think that we don't know what we're talking about, so it's clear as mud. That's why people, you hear these preachers say, um, when you ask them about Jesus said to be perfect, what do they mean? He means be perfect. But you can't. You're never going to be perfect in this life. So they're like contradicting themselves and it's clear as mud and then they call the clear preachers, like Jesus, or Jesse Lee Peterson, who are just quite clear, they speak with authority, and they know what they're talking about. It's very simple. Um, they act like those people are the heretics. They killed Jesus over it. What a mess. <laughs> anyway. Um... Let me get to Earl in Michigan. He wants to comment on the queen, Marjorie Taylor Greene, his queen. <laughs> What's up, Earl? Buenos dias. Hola. Good, guten Morgen. Yeah. <laughs> That's his German. But um, before I get on her, I'd like to talk about what I was going to talk about yesterday, a caller, Keith from um, Illinois, who, who challenged me uh, on what I, I don't, as if uh, he was importing some knowledge, information that I, I didn't know about, yeah, about the Democratic Party. Let me briefly interrupt you to explain what Keith's call was. He was the one who, I think he's in his 60s or late 50s. And he called in and said that Andrew Johnson, not to be confused with Andrew Jackson, um, took away that plan to give 40 acres and a mule. And this Andrew Johnson guy was a Democrat back of back in those times when Democrats were much more decent than they are today. Um, 
And isn't it interesting that the Democrats have never been, quote unquote, for black people? Even to this day, they're worse. They're more anti-black and anti-human than ever. Anyway, so go ahead, Earl. Yes. Uh, by the way, uh, Andrew Jackson, uh, I mean, Andrew Johnson almost got it, got uh, impeached because of that. Uh, little to know that uh, uh, by when uh, Sherman, the, ge- the uh, general, mm-hmm. awarded the, the free slaves uh, 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 some land about equal to about 400 acres. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, that uh, Andrew Johnson uh, reversed that when he became president. Huh. You know, it's funny how you guys, you guys know all this history and have no sense. You can't even interpret the well, present times. Well, I won't go into that because uh, we are just getting into an argument. Uh, <laughs> if I can say the same thing about you, that the fact that you, you don't know any history and you make up stuff that you know nothing about. But uh, the story goes that uh, uh, in parsing out the land, uh, it was one, one, one of... One parcel was about 40 acres, and uh, there was a mule left on the land. And uh, uh, this person got, uh, you know, got a got the mule, and hence the uh, the saying somebody coined the uh, saying 40 acres and a mule. But that was a uh, that wasn't that he was giving them 40 acres and a mule. That was a total. Land uh, grabbed about 400 acres, but uh, um, I have no idea what you're talking about. I'm talking about a little history, right? On 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 how uh, uh, the freed blacks. Somehow uh, I'm got, not interested, and it's I'm not comprehending I know you're not, it. You're not, yeah, and but some might say this out, is almost as boring as the as the prior caller. No offense, Manly, I like you. And I like you too, Earl. Well, think about it. Uh, see, you wanted to point out that uh, how bad, the, just like you said, the Democratic Party was for the whites. Well, they were in that area. I never said that. Been, I don't know much about the been, Democrat Party back then. I know about the Democrat Party today. They're they, evil. They mirror the, the Republican Party. And today. I know that you support they, evil today. That's all I know and care about. They, they With wanted regard to they, this whole topic. Their main interest, their only interest, blah, 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 blah. were to, uh, to, to, uh, you know, to, to uh, satisfy white grievances. They all were right. all white party. Very all interesting. White. Cool. Thanks, man. And so, Very interesting. Take care. Hot Computer Smell says, I wouldn't be surprised if they start charging people with indecent exposure for not wearing a mask. Interesting. I went to sleep listening to Earl said Louis Graham. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this who cares? I don't know what went on. I don't really care what went on. I know that they lie about what went on. And I know that this guy repeats lies that went on today. So what's the use in even listening to that nonsense? Um, 
Tony, you're still on probation. Thanks for calling, but you can call um, maybe next week. But take care, man. Tony from California, he's still on probation. I just decided. I didn't tell Nick, so it's not his fault, but thank you, Tony, for uh, calling in. Appreciate you, man. And I do appreciate the um, apology. Tony and Earl are on kind of thin ice because they're so nasty and evil. And um, I like them. Some might say they're highlights of my show. <laughs> but uh, free Tony, Hake, says Brandon Johnson. One of my key, key, key um, mods over there on YouTube. <laughs> I think he avoids Trovo and, and DLive because there's inner... I don't want to spread that mess. But uh, speaking of mess, I heard that Parlor is full of mess that... Uh, so bad that they kicked out their CEO, John Matza. <laughs> and I don't know anything about John Matza. I don't really know anything about Dan Bongino, except that I've seen him on Fox News for years, and he's pro-Trump. Um, and, I don't know, safe enough to go on, on a mainstream media, at least Fox News. At least uh, Hannity, Sean Hannity. But, uh, <sighs> it's crazy. Maze is hilarious, says Hot Computer Smell. <laughs> yeah, I mean, when I was, remember when I was out sick, seems like three or four, five weeks ago or so, I was hearing these callers call in, and Tony all phony, and Earl, like a girl. <laughs> no offense, Earl, but it's, it's a fact. It's a fact. You act petty, vindictive. And when you overreact to being called a girl, you're, act, you're proving the people's point when they call you that. And it's too bad you can't call in right now <laughs> to rebut that, but it's a fact. I didn't think of it until just now, so you can address that point maybe another day. <laughs> what a mess. I think I got some Super Chats elsewhere. Let me just double check some stuff. Buddy Van Sigrid says, oh my gosh, who cares? And I forget if that was about the is Jesus God thing or the this history, fake history mess. Shaggy boy gave a shiny uni. Thank you, man. Oh yes, Lin Yen Chin said, God bless, with a colorful super chat, says, God bless Lord Goodhair, skateboard white Chris, oh yes, the Prince of Prance, the Great Black Hope, and Bill the Black Engineer. And of course, he didn't mention it, but of course, Nick and the rest of them. <laughs> uh, let me get to a reasonable black, right? Have, let's talk to a reasonable black. There are some, right? And it's refreshing to hear them. Let me talk with Rick in Hampton, Virginia. What's up, Rick? I think Rick is black. How are you doing, Rick? How are you doing, hey. How are you feeling, James? I'm feeling fine. Thank you. Can you hear me good? I can hear you well enough, I suppose. Oh, can you hear me now? Much better. Yes, 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 yes. How you doing, Gene? Fine, man. How about you? I'm good, man. Hey, I'm black as an ace of spades, Jesse said. Okay, cool. <laughs> Are you darker than Jesse Lee Peterson? You know what? Are you darker than Joel? <laughs> no, you know, yeah, I'm talking to Joel. Okay. I'm talking to Joel. Right. 
With Jesse, you have to meet him in person to find out. Yeah. Because <laughs> the camera I, I, work, you never know. Camera's right. bright. And, I saw I saw camera footage of Obama, and they make him look like almost white. <laughs> yeah, and then pretty I much. darken it way down. I'm like, okay, that's what he really looks like. <laughs> it's funny. The anyway. Video, huh? Yeah, that's and that's uh, yeah. his own people doing that to him. And then these same people, wow, you know, the the colorists, <laughs> the people who are all into this color anti-colorism thing, they're the main ones who are hung up on color. They complain about, um, like, uh, fashion people and photographers and uh, the, the uh, advertisers lightening up people's skin to make them seem more palatable to the masses. And it's like, oh, gosh, mm-hmm. whatever. Anyway. Wow. Yeah. Shallow people. And they're the ones who accuse us of being all into that stuff. Ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> man, that's how the liberals do, man. They flip, the, they flip the script, man. They accuse you of being what they are. It's very true. Yep. Flip the script all the time, man. You know, sometimes I, I, I was, man, I, I wasn't because I was a Democrat all the way up to I was about 30. Okay, I didn't and, know that. Um, yeah, man, when I went to, I got stationed in Pensacola, Florida, and that was my spiritual turning point, man. I started reading the scriptures more, and I started really, really, because I always been a Christian. I used to always wonder, you know what? You know, ain't no one holding you back. You know, you hear constant, constantly black saying that, man, I'm being held back, and it's that victimization that they pump into blacks, yeah. And it just, and and it's repetition. You know, they repeat it, repeat it, repeat it. Yeah. Until a lot of blacks, they become victims, and they actually believe that. That's what they've done That's with, with this. Does. They've done this what with the climate do? hype and all kinds of ridiculous stuff. Oh, this God. COVID thing, too. Police shootings. Police shootings. They do it good with that. Oh, you know yeah. When it comes to police shootings. Yeah, I mean, you look at the. You look at the stats on the. You look at the stats on the police on. shootings, and it's like not alarming whatsoever. With regard to the numbers you know, of police shootings and the comparisons of blacks killed by cops, whites killed by cops, right. others, and everything, and then you look and at the yeah, and then you look at the culture of the blacks. It's degenerate. It's pro criminal, blatantly yeah, in they, some they cases. Don't, they don't, and they don't like to say that most time when it's um, violence against the police, it's the blacks about doing it. Yeah, they don't share that. You yeah. know, it's, 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 the main thing is it's like. Um, it, it, it just it just makes me so upset, James. It's like, for example, man, like um, they um, like you get a police shoot on CNN. They never show the whole thing what happened from nine one one call to he got shot. They always just show him getting shot up, and that's it. They, right. they repeat it over and over and over and over and over. So they sensitize the emotion and, and get them to think how they want them to think. Yeah, that's all. It's about controlling them, you know. And I was telling. Did you see that police shooting? They um, white police officer shot a black guy. It was in Ohio, <laughs> and they said he raised his cell phone or something. I oh said, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was I covered that story. That was some months back, right? A, two or three months ago, maybe yeah, one. Yeah, they played it back yesterday and stuff. And my, and my wife said, "That's bad. How did the guy didn't have nothing but a cell phone?" Right. I like. I said, "I gotta see the whole thing." I never saw the entirety of that. Right. Somebody called the police. Yes. And. You know, so my thing is... This guy was starting the, the car and turning it off and starting it and turning it off early in the morning or, or one or two in the morning or maybe three or maybe four. But the neighbors called the cops on him. And who knows wh- who the neighbors were. 
but it's like a weird thing to be doing and it might have been in his garage or his friend's garage or something but it was a I think it was just a freak accident you know and it was mm-hmm. I don't even know that it was unjustified and by the way the that black guy he looked white he totally looked white <laughs> you yeah, can see a little bit of the face structure Okay, yep. when you look closely at him in the full light and have time to think about it, okay, I guess he mm-hmm. does have some black in him. But it's so phony. And this stupid Benjamin Crump, I think, is representing his so-called family. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, you know, you sleazy know, he, guy. You know, you know, he ain't far away. I mean, yep. he ain't far away. Saying, oh, we need a world where, pol- where blacks are safe uh, in the dark or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> From I, 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 I'll tell. I said, look, I don't feel the same way. I don't, I don't, I don't. Suffer. I mean, I right. don't go through the things most blacks go through. I never, anytime the police come to you, man, just, it's all about making the police feel comfortable, especially at night. I don't just even know if the guy night. did anything wrong. The guy, the guy who had the cell phone, he was showing it, and yeah, maybe, like, he didn't see his other hand or something like that, and so the cop... I think it was something, yeah, the, the police shot thought he had a gun. Yeah, I think around, he did, I know. think he did think that he had a gun, and it turned out he didn't. And so the cops started throwing up. <laughs> and I think the guy was dying, too. And then when, uh, after, you, after a crazy incident like that, you, the best of us, you never know how we'll react, right? So Yeah, you know, it's, it's hard. Even when you shoot somebody on accident, man, and um, there's just so much going on, man. I mean, I say, I tell you, you never did law enforcement. They always keep always saying, doing this, doing this. They don't even realize, James, that even to tase somebody, that's a two-man rule. You can't tase somebody by yourself. Oh, that interesting. You don't to. Wow. Yeah. And I learned that from Brandon Taylor. It's a two-man rule. you got to have a cover man and the man that's doing the, the, doing the tasing, because that tasing don't work. And then uh, Colonel gets a gun and blow him away. So that's why you got to have a cover man with the gun. Okay. Interesting. Yeah, you know, I mean, that's yeah. at least the case for where he was a cop. I don't know if that's nationwide. If uh, all the police people do that, but that's that's interesting. It sounds sort of a, reasonable. You know, I, I thank God for Brandon Taylor because he opens a lot of eyes to these police units. I'm telling you, if it wasn't for him, a lot of these police units, like Brianna Taylor, for years, I mean, for months, they go see her there talking about she's an EMT going to school. That right. was two years old. Yep, I know. Yeah, I mean, she was girlfriends with a drug dealer beforehand. And he, allegedly, he she helped out. And yeah, and her, her she, either she or her boyfriend who was sleeping with her, who should not have been, shot the cop. And that's what happened. Yeah. And I would have rained bullets uh, on him too. And allegedly, her, her drug dealer boyfriend said that if it were him in the house with her, she would be alive today because he doesn't shoot at police. You know, these, these actual, real bl- full-blown criminal blacks are more sensible and, with dealing with the cops than these uh, amateur boyfriend people. <laughs> and let me know, even he ain't, he ain't experienced with a gun, because the number one rule of a gun is never shoot none that you can't identify. Interesting. And even if somebody busts your door in, you need to know what you're shooting at. That yep. could be your child. Yeah, and the, so culture's, know, the culture is so weak, people scare really easily. And some, oh, say that includes, some say that includes cops, and I imagine it does include cops. Especially the women cops, but um, the the lay person scares easily too and will errantly shoot 
just blindly shoot you know, too because they're scared. When you're at night, man, it's a different level. You can't see well. Uh-huh. And that's why, especially at night, man, you need to make sure you seek the police. Talk to the police. Make them comfortable, man. Just do what they ask. Right? He claims that he didn't know it was police. And I'm like, hmm. A lot of people don't believe him. I can't him. buy that. When, when the police bust your door in, they holler police. Right. Either you, either you delve or can't understand anything. Well, they or, they pounded on the door, identifying themselves for a little while. There was long enough for a neighbor to come out and say, "Hey, leave her alone," something like that. <laughs> Dumb neighbor, right? Oh, yeah. And the, oh, and man. so one of the cops who got fired and I think charged, he got into a little verbal argument with that person, and he was kind of heated. And he was the one who kind of blindly fired, suppose, allegedly, blindly fired into a neighbor's wall through, like, a, uh, a glass door with this Breonna mm-hmm. Taylor case over there. So, wow. yeah, I mean, and now he's getting shafted by these people. I mean, maybe he did wrong, I don't know. But, yeah, wow, interesting, man, it, 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 Rick. They gonna have a soul, man. That no one, no one wants to patrol the black community, not even blacks themselves. Right. The, I know. And you know one, what? what? According to studies, at least one study, I think out of Philadelphia, reported by um, Heather MacDonald. In mm-hmm. I think it might be in her book, The War on Cops. She's been on the Jason Lee Peterson show. That black and Hispanic cops are more likely to errantly shoot an unarmed black suspect or a person of interest. Than a white cop. <laughs> and that's yeah, actually believe believable, that. honestly. Yeah, I believe it too. And who, wrote, who wrote that book, um, James? Heather MacDonald. Heather MacDonald, and, and it talks about police um, brutality. And it's, stuff. Called, it's called The War on Cops. Jesse Lee Peterson interviewed her maybe five years ago, give or take. Heather MacDonald, I'm going to read that, man, because Heather MacDonald. Wow, because a lot of people don't understand, man. Um, she knows all the what's stats. Really going on. There's a yeah, lot of pe- there's a lot of good stats, people. And Jesse Lee Peterson has interviewed them. Uh, Dr. Mm-hmm. John R. Lott Jr. Mm-hmm. of CrimeResearch.org. So, but it it just takes a little bit of common sense to know. You don't even have to know much with regard to the stats because you just look at the face of these the culture. The culture is. Hate cops, hate whites, always cry racism, um, take up for the criminals, pretend that it's not the criminal's fault that they're in jail, and, uh, and, uh, be a mess. And no other culture is that extreme with their degeneracy. At least not outwardly. Inwardly, maybe. Inwardly, they may be rotting. And they are, actually. But, uh... you remember that shooting in Florida, in Miami? um, They shot those two FBI agents. The guy shot through the door. And there was no, like, no status at all about the FBI that got killed. I hadn't heard, I haven't heard about that story, at least not much. Yeah, two FBI agents got shot. It was in minus four. He was trying to arrest me, serve me, serve a warrant on a um, guy that was suspected of child pornography and stuff. Uh Uh-huh. And when they went down there, he shot, like, through the door, man, killed two FBI agents. This was recent? Yeah, like, maybe last week. Okay. Yeah, I thought I saw a tweet about that, about something to that effect. That's interesting, man. It's crazy. And, and the same thing that happened with Breonna Taylor, how they shot the police, but they returned fire, and I guarantee if the police would have returned fire and killed that dude, the, the police had been in the wrong. Right. 
Yeah. One thing about me, if I was chief of police, first I want to do is see that my guy break any rules. As long as he follows rules and regulations, I'm going to back him up. Right. Yep. You know, I mean, it's not even no rules and regulations. what the darn media says. I mean, I'm telling you, the media is, I mean, and, and that Chris Cuomo, I, I can tell you one thing. You know who I like to see debate Chris, Chris Cuomo? I think I think Chris Cuomo I was an ex-lawyer or something, but anyway, I like for Larry Elder to debate him. <laughs> yeah, Rudy that'd be Giuliani, fun. Yep. Rudy Giuliani, man, he, he, he couldn't be, because usually um, oh, yeah. Chris Cuomo, he try to push you around, bully you, and um, call you liar, liar, liar. You know, and, um, <laughs> right. You can't be nice with Chris Cuomo. Uh, you got you to gotta sort of, like um, Rudy Giuliani, he's a good stick, because both of them New York, so they know how, we know how that. All right. You know, yeah, he's a pushy, degenerate, uh, evil, yeah. malicious Italian. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, man, I got to go, Rick. Appreciate you, okay, man. Okay, nice okay. talking. Love you, man. God, likewise, too, man. I'll tune into your show Monday if I can. Have a good weekend. By the way, do you... Love y'all. I forget. Do you what? catch Church with Jesse Lee Peterson? Yes. Nice. All yes, right, I, man. I may not catch every service, but I try and catch as many as I can. If I don't catch it Sunday, I listen to it during the week. I try to. You you're aware we have it available on audio podcast? Um, you know what? No, I don't. But I try to look. I usually look if I do. Um, I listen to it on YouTube. Okay. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. audio podcasts is pretty handy for a lot of people. You can just pull it up and create it. Download some app or another on your phone, or maybe you, you're, probably your phone already has an app for it. Just look it up, Church with Jesse Lee Peterson, and you can listen to, just listen only, very conveniently. Oh, it doesn't okay. take as much data. So, sure, just I a handy know, alternative. Yeah, there, I, 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 I didn't even know he had an app, so I'll download Church with Jesse Lee Peterson app and just put it on my phone. Well, it's we don't so have the app. It's a, it's a podcast oh. that's available through any of these huge apps, such as... Apple, I don't know if you have an iPhone or an Android, but we have... I got an Android. We're on, we're on Google Podcasts, Amazon Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts. Um, iPhones do have a podcast app, yep, um, which is Apple Podcasts, formerly uh-huh. known as iTunes. But we're on basically all of the ones that I'm aware of. I uh, oh, okay. made sure that, that Church with Jesse Lee Peterson is, a po- is an audio podcast available Including the recent services and the throwback ones from currently we're in the year 2010 <laughs> for Wednesday Wednesday evening throwback Sunday services that we premiere on YouTube. They also go up on the oh. audio. So it's just a nice plug. And um, some of you game guys may, I almost said some of you gays, <laughs> some of you guys may um, enjoy that. So right on, Rick. It's good to hear from you, man. Take care. You too, James. Keep up the good work, brother. Love you. I be in, I get in this, um, well, but I'm going to take a better over Facebook and YouTube at least. <laughs> right on. <laughs> take care. That's cool. Yeah, uh, Thor MJ Olnir says, yeah, I listen to JLP podcast on the Apple podcast app. Yeah, we have the Jesse Lee Peterson show. The full three-hour show, Monday through Friday, available, and that's called the Jesse Lee Peterson Show. And then we have uh, Jesse Lee Peterson Highlights, which is, you know, shorter segments that, from the show or throwback things from the 90s TV show and different things. And then we have The Fallen State and then Church with Jesse Lee Peterson, four JLP-related podcasts. Uh, 
podcasts. Nice, huh? As well as the Hake Report. Cool. Um, <laughs> we've blown way past when I normally break. I think I'll just power pl- plow through this whole two hours. I don't need a break. I'm tough. <laughs> Fundamental Bear says he doesn't have a $1,500 iPhone to look cool. <laughs> yeah, good. <sighs> so, before I get back to calls, hang tight. I, uh, I have my favorite caller coming up for you guys. Let me tell you about um, what's going on with the impeachment. I guess it's supposed to start on Monday or something? Oh, I'm looking... <laughs> I, I guess the, <laughs> I was looking that way, not because I expected Joel to know, but because I expected Chris to know. But Joel is there, not Chris. <laughs> but uh, the impeach, so-called impeachment hearing in the Senate is supposed to start, you know, like this coming week or maybe the following, either the 8th or the 9th or the 14th or something. So anyway, I guess the 14th would, is that a Sunday? No. Yeah, that would be a Sunday, so I don't know if that would make sense. Um, Trump lawyers dismissed Valentine's Day. True. Joel knows. <laughs> Trump, uh, oh gosh, <laughs> I'm not going to, he he almost got me to say it. Trump lawyers dismissed the request to former president... Trump to testify during the impeachment trial. Can you imagine Trump doing that? I can just picture like Trump's like, no. Epic Times says it's odd because, I mean, I say it's odd because Republicans and Democrats don't really want it. They don't want Trump to testify. Um, Jamie Raskin, a Democrat from Maryland, sent a letter to Trump calling on him to testify, which is... They said that if he doesn't, they would use it against him during the so-called impeachment. This is all fake, right? Which is the same tactic they used against him during the first fake impeachment, right? He's been fakely impeached twice by these evil people who don't even belong being in charge of America. Maybe don't even belong in America because they're anti-American people, right? Um, Two days ago, this is what Raskin wrote to President Trump. Two days ago, you filed an answer in which you denied many factual allegations set forth in the article of impeachment. You have thus attempted to put critical facts at issue, notwithstanding notwithstanding the clear and overwhelming evidence of your constitutional offense. As if the Democrats care about the Constitution. The rhinos don't even care about the Constitution. They let Barack Obama be president. And nobody, nobody has gotten to the bottom of what really happened and why all the discrepancies with his birth certificate and everything else. Nobody has gotten to the bottom of it. The people who've gotten closest to the bottom of it that I know of are Sheriff Joe Arpaio, the, the closest, I think, um, combined with President, Don, well, Donald J. Trump when he was a private citizen. He is one again, though. And I'll actually, I give a little bit of credit, in my mind, to the once establishment-friendly Bill O'Reilly. Bill O'Reilly says that he had people go over there, and they found 
a newspaper clipping from Florida, I mean, not Florida, Hawaii, announcing his, Obama's birth, right? Supposedly. So they found a newspaper clipping, but not the real, uh, birth certificate. Okay, fine, whatever. So I guess maybe that means that he was born there, in, in Hawaii. Maybe. I don't know. I don't get these things. But, uh, Arpaio, his team, found what looked to me like evidence that it was photoshopped his so-called birth certificate. He released, like, a couple of different things, right? I think Obama was trolling us, right? But maybe he has something, I mean, he definitely had a lot to hide. He hid that he was pro-gay. He was very much pro-radical homosexual. From the beginning, but he pretended not to be. Another phony, lying politician. But, um, yeah, it really looked a lot like another birth certificate, but it had some things that were, like, photoshopped together with it. If you look, go back and look at the evidence that Joe Arpaio's team presented, and you look closely, it does look like that, like it was photoshopped. <laughs> and just when you look at the man versus the man, the, what, what would I use the term loosely, man, the man, Joe Arpaio, trustworthy, American, honest, long history of good work, versus the phony male, Obama, give me a break. Or in the whole rest of the mainstream media, di- very dishonest people. They try to call it racist, whatever. Anyway, um, so they don't care about the Constitution. The Constitution says you're supposed to be a natural-born citizen. There's no proof that Kamala Harris is a natural-born citizen. You know, at least not to my knowledge, they haven't seriously questioned her parents. Because her parents came here as, like, on student visa or something, maybe. And so we don't know if they were citizens right away. <laughs> and then, then she could be considered a natural-born citizen. But, you know, it's a violation. It's a mischaracterization of the 14th Amendment. As long as you were born here, it doesn't matter who, what your parents were. You were. You're considered in our jurisdiction. And therefore, you're a citizen. Ridiculous. Anyway, so long story short, they don't care about the Constitution. And that's just a minor thing. They want to get rid of the First Amendment, the Second Amendment. Um, they got rid of all kinds of stuff. Anyway, Raskin says, I write to in- invite you to provide testimony under oath, either before or during the Senate impeachment trial concerning your conduct, January 6th. So phony. Trump was perfect. It was a perfect speech on uh, January 6th. Trump lawyer David Schoen in response, claimed Raskin was attempting a public relations stunt by sending the letter to former President Trump. There's no such thing as negative inference in this constitutional, unconstitutional proceeding. Your letter only confirms what is known to everyone. You cannot prove your allegations against the 45th President of the United States, who is now a private citizen. Several Democrats don't want this to happen. Chris Coons, a, former, a close ally to Joe Biden, said it would be a terrible idea. Chris Coons is like this... Sort of old white guy, how ridiculous, I think he's white, from uh, Delaware, Delaware just like Joe Biden. Joe Manchin, the so-called pro-life Democrat, I don't know why he even calls himself a Democrat, said it would be a dog and pony show. 45 Republicans voted to declare holding a trial for Trump unconstitutional since he's now a private citizen. The trial is over, they don't have the votes to convict, says Senator Rand Paul of Kentucky, Rhino. 
<laughs> he told reporters on Thursday, they just, this is just, I think, continuing to embitter the republic. It's divisive and does nothing to promote unity. A big mistake on the Democrats' part. It's just a kind of a meaningless thing, but I do like that it keeps Trump in the news. Because <laughs> I like hearing about and from our great real president, Donald J. Trump. Nice. But Smartmatic and Dominion are filing lawsuits against pro-Trump lawyers and people and Fox News and Sidney Powell and Rudy Giuliani over election claims. Fox News, of all people. Smartmatic, you go to their Twitter feed and they promote all kinds of just um, liberal stuff. Liberal stuff. And even before President Trump's people, his allies were targeting them. They were just a bunch of liberals. And same thing with Dominion. And the, that one guy from Dominion was an evil person. He was a hater. If that was really his Facebook page. I don't, oh yeah, his name was Coomer. <laughs> Eric Coomer. I think it was Eric. Dr. Eric Coomer. He's po- allegedly he was posting the nastiest things anti-Trump. Unfriend me now if you voted for Trump on Facebook and pro Antifa madness So-called educated guy The sick people and now that I think that these lawsuits against Sidney Powell and uh, the great Sidney Powell by the way Rudy Giuliani and Fox News and all this stuff. I think that that's just publicity stuff they know that they would be safe because these liberal judges and these rhino judges and cowardly judges have no courage in trying to get to the bottom of things or being actually fair. No, they just go along with the flow, just like the rest of the mainstream media and the politicians. Phony. They're not genuine, caring about actual justice judges, most of these people. Including the Supreme Court people, except for uh, our great justice, true justice, Clarence Thomas, and maybe Scalia. Anyway, let me get to our favorite caller, my favorite caller, Mays in Dayton, Ohio. What's up, Mays? Hello, James. Hey. How are you today? I'm fine. How are you? Well, what did you get out of what Rick was talking about? I mean, what the spook was speaking of, I mean, talking about? <laughs> he called, I don't know <laughs> if you're supposed to call him that. No, I want you to watch the movie and you'll understand. What movie? The spook that stood behind the door. <laughs> okay. He fits it in because he always trying to discuss how the black community do things and how they think. But all the first thing he's a umbler because they see space. So what is he doing? Mimicking something he heard someone else say? No, I think that he's think he's talking. He may be doing that. I don't know, Maze, but he's also <laughs> talking about his own experiences and how he sees what's going on in the media. Really? You just you're just saying that because he's saying something you disagree doing. with, and anytime what? you disagree with somebody, you pretend like they don't have their own mind. I'm not disagreeing with him. He can't speak for the whole black community because we don't look alike and we don't think alike. That's what I'm he's trying to He's not trying to speak for you guys. He's speaking he about, well, he's always, speaking about you guys. So now I'm going to get back to another point. Now, the lady that they just... Your first uh, point fell flat, by the way. Well, if you say so, I want you to watch... I do spook, say so. Watch the spook that stood behind the door and you'll see Rick in it. That's why I call him the spooks. But anyway, <laughs> as I was saying, the lady that threatened, you say Maxine Waters did it and the other congresswoman did it, but did they threaten anybody? If you called today and threatened National Pelosi, what would happen to you? I don't know. Probably not. Probably nothing you, good. You just, 
Would you just make it a threat and leave it as it is? I don't There's know what you're, what are you talking, first of all, I don't threaten people. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying but what happened, y'all try to make it look like Nancy, like uh, Maxine Waters did the same thing that this lady in Congress did, say Maxine Waters Ooh. did. What's her name? The one today, uh, yesterday, the one today. Uh, you mean your queen, Marjorie Taylor Greene? Your queen. I don't have any queen. <laughs> That's Auntie Marjorie. <laughs> don't talk about Auntie Marjorie oh, that I'm way. Asking, I'm asking you a question. What? Do you think if you call and threaten Nancy, what would happen to you? Who threatened whom? Like, to use the same words that she used by putting a bullet what, in her head. What were, what were Marjorie Taylor Greene's words? We're putting a bullet in Nancy's head and going up to the Capitol. Those were her words? Yes, and belong to us. And she and you I don't think that you're telling the truth about the situation, Maze. It came out of her mouth. No, the, I don't. I never heard of that. It's certain things you watch and certain things you don't. And no, then uh-uh, Maze, you're you're moving on. You're trying to jump away from this when you don't actually you know, even have the story right. I do have it right. No, you don't. You play it, play it, and everybody else can hear. Bullets that, that's in the head, Marjorie Taylor Green. I guess I'm pulling a I'm pulling Just a destiny it. right now. You say it. When she was a QAnon, that she denying now. Hold on, because I heard I heard that there was a. Okay, this is from this is from CNN. I'm going to put you on hold. This is from CNN. Marjorie Taylor Greene in one post in from January 2019, Greene liked a comment that said, "Bullet to the head would be quicker to remove House Speaker Nancy Pelosi." And who knows what the details of, are? Like, did she even read that part of the comment? A lot of, if she was on Facebook, there are huge, long Facebook uh, posts. People write books on Facebook posts. And so if she read that and liked it, that's one thing. That's wrong. If she didn't read the whole thing but liked how it started, because oftentimes somebody will have, have a long comment, and they'll say, like, the first couple of sentences are great, so you hit like, Right? This happens. And so the, the trash diggers dig up something from 2019, two years ago, that she, quote-unquote, liked a comment that said bullet to the head would be quicker. Maybe that was just all it was. Maybe it was just that comment, and she actually liked it. Did she like it on purpose, or was it errantly? Because you can like things errantly, right? But there is, she said she, it came out of her mouth. No, it came out of... Her mouse. <laughs> so Maze doesn't get things right. This is a proof. She, quote unquote, liked a comment that said a bullet to the head would be quicker to remove House Speaker Nancy Pelosi. And this is CNN's characterization. And you see how the game of telephone changes what actually happened? Maze should be ashamed of herself. Our great queen. You know who, who greenlit riots throughout her so-called career? Na- um, well, Nancy Pelosi, too, but Maxine Waters. She defended riots in which people were murdered and killed, and she it completely ignores the black-on-white crime and the black-on-black crime. She greenlights murder. Actual murder, not f- a Facebook comment uh, daydreaming about a bullet to the head because these people are angry and evil. Daydreaming is different from actually it happening, and it actually happened with this evil um, Maxine Waters. But Mays hates white people. James, in the part where she was saying storm the Capitol and it belongs to us, I guess that was in writing too. What? 
when she was saying go storm the Capitol, and it was in writing too that came out of her mouth. So you're saying I don't know. you want to? I don't know, she, and and you you're just an anti-white person, Mace. Oh, as you say so. I but do in the say so. Town that she came from. You, you you're just following. Her. You're just following the anti-Trump crowd, Mays. You don't think for yourself. You let the spook speak. Okay, can I speak? Whatever. But anyway, I know, but you lie. You pr- you bring up these f- things no. that aren't true. When, tr- when hold on, Mace. Hold on, Mace. She said, "You let the spook speak." She's referencing our great friend Rick from Hampton, Virginia. When Rick says something that I don't think to be true, I interrupt and correct the record or say, "Oh, I, this happened or that happened." I do the same thing with you, Maze, but you lie more. Because <laughs> you were going to like, what color are you? Are you darker than Jesse? Are you this and you this? He was saying that black people listen to things and they run with it and spread it. That's were what you, he were you, Are you sensitive about color? Maze, what? are you sensitive about color, Maze? Color don't matter to me. Yeah, you right. Yellow, blue. Then how come how come you get mad? Where did you bring up no. the thing about me asking Rick how dark I he was? Said, I said, watch the movie so you will see that Rick is the spook. Why I saw him the spook behind the door. Well, this thank is you, Maze. You learn something. Very enlightening. Thank you. Have a good one. Uh, Fundamental Bear says, "I'm not a not a big fan of Siri, of cities. Period." Have been to Dayton and Cincinnati for ball games. Hmm. It's a trap. Now you're going to get flagged for Googling such words, says not a human. <laughs> yeah, because I Googled uh, what the dirty thing that Mays said that Marjorie Taylor Greene liked in her past. All these people wish death on people. Republicans and Democrats, uh, the masses, right? The people who get caught up in their emotions and and stuff. And Marjorie Taylor Greene, the queen, <laughs> our auntie Marjorie, she, f- yeah, I let go of Maze. I hung up on her. Yeah, thank you, Nick. She's trying to call back. I hung up on her because she's just starting to repeat herself. Watch the movie for the fourth time. Watch the movie and you'll know what I'm talking about. Okay, boring. You have a good day. Usually I let her say you have a good day. And uh, no man is good says slow down. Maze must be dark says Brandon Johnson. I don't know. Maybe. Never seen her. She's been to L.A. She may have even seen us, but we didn't. She didn't present herself to us. <laughs> uh, but uh. I don't really care that much. I don't know or care that much about Marjorie Taylor Greene, but these people bring it up because they're, uh, it's a, it's a get the conservatives time right now. Get the conservatives. Cast them as terrorists. Take the few instances of them acting up, call, amplify it to call it terrorism. In some cases it has been terrorism, but in many cases those people aren't even conservatives. They say, oh, he's a Trump supporter, and it's a guy who thinks the globalist climate change is a real thing. For example, the El Paso shooter. There's our queen, Marjorie Taylor Greene. (laughs) I'm totally having fun with it. I promise I don't seriously think that. Before, I was kind of dismissive because she's a woman, but... um, Oh, gosh, there she is with with an AR, a rifle. Is that a real, is that a real, um, advertisement for her? 
She's standing in front of a house, a window, with a rifle. And it looks like a 30-round clip in, 50, in, in one second. Something like that. To butcher the Kevin DeLeon phrase. Hey! There she is with the black power fist. The communist fi- No, I'm just kidding. She's raising her fist and cheering, right? Pumping her fist. In front of President Trump. This is a picture that Joelle showed. An AP photo. From the far left, Enemies of America, Associated Press. I don't know anything about the specific photographer. But, um, yeah. Don't go along with this stuff. And don't believe what you hear when they endlessly call her a Q believer. She says that she hasn't believed in Q since 2018. And she's old enough to be kind of suckered by certain things that look like they might be official, you know? I don't know if that's the case for her. At least her finger's off the trigger. Yeah. Um, let me talk to a sensible black, right? <laughs> Art in Ohio, what's up? Hey, what's up with you, Hank? Nothing much. How about you? Man, I got a I got a bone to pick with you. Now let me go ahead and first say to the uh to the listeners what I'm playing. This is a joke. <laughs> this is alleged because you gotta say you gotta say this when you talking about the uh the crazy <laughs> Democrats, man, and the uh and the Rhino Republicans, because they have you uh pulling thirty years on some some fictional stuff. Not no uh opinion. They had you doing thirty years in jail for uh Opinion instead of uh, factual evidence. Long story short, uh, what are you referring to? Or are you going to uh, about to explain? Thirty years no, in jail well, for a I'm, pin? Yeah, well, I'm just saying how everything's going in. Everything in society is based. You won't. You'll get jail time, or you will get fired from your job just off of opinion. You see what I'm oh, saying? Oh, opinion. So opinion. When, yes. Yeah, true. opinion. Yep. Non non true stuff. So yeah, I just wanted to draw the line in the sand. So because you can't. Uh, you can't talk sense with unsensible people like the libtards. You see what I'm saying? I do. Yeah. So yeah, man. My problem is, uh, I need y'all to back up off of my uh, lady AOC with her pretty self. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> Go and on. Joel, stop. Yeah, Joel, you need to stop looking at her like that because she's mine. <laughs> <laughs> long, long story short, and uh, the other thing that I have to say is. I just went out to Walmart, and I bought a whole bunch of crayons, and we're going to be going on a date tonight, and I need y'all to ease up on AOC, because we're going to be uh, coloring all night, and I don't want her talking to me about <laughs> all this stuff y'all been talking about her on. You see what I'm saying? So just lay off my lady, please. And you know her her partner, her male partner, who allegedly lives with her, he don't is like probably, her. She fi- don't like is him. probably yeah. fine with you doing <laughs> Coloring with her. He don't, Joelle he Friday don't, even don't says, like you can have her, man. Yeah, man, she don't like him. He a beta. She want an alpha that know how to color color real good. <laughs> long story short, <laughs> long, long story short, when I was I was watching some other people, and they was talking about the uh, the little incident with that little black girl who was fighting the police. Yeah, who got pepper spray. Nine-year-old. pepper spray. Yep. Well, this this is just falls back what I said about Trump. He's damned if he did, and he's damned if he don't. You see what I'm saying? So if they would have just tried to go ahead and throw her up in the car because she's resisting at nine years old, right. and we know if you just gra- try to grab her by her feet, what is she going to try to do, kick you, or is she going to just let you throw her in the car? So whether they pepper sprayed her, 
threw in the car, you was going to hear this nonsense from these liberal, dumb blacks and these liberal, dumb whites anyways. You see what I'm saying? And it goes back to, once again, what I was saying, too. Is, and the police maybe could have handled it a little bit better because they, they was kind of acting a little baitish, bait-ish. Yeah. So, uh, maybe they they had, wasn't maybe it a they, woman who, is it true that it was a female officer who pepper sprayed her? Man, I don't know, but okay. when you hear when I hear somebody say something about a female coming around, I'm like, my antennas go up. Long story short, Joel says taser. Story, ta- yeah, whether, <laughs> whether he ta- whether he tased or pepper sprayed, threw her in the car, they was gonna be complaining anyway. But ain't nobody complaining about how the yeah. kid is uh, being brought up. You see what I'm saying? Yep, I did then, notice that. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, I mean, this is the same stuff we've been talking about over the last four years on this show. But uh, I ain't going to drag this conversation on. I kind of forgot what I was about to say. I'm going to go ahead and let you go. But God bless you. Have a good weekend. Hey, Joel, Nick, Chris, and uh, the cast, and Jesse. Hey, one more thing. That's what I was... That's what I was about to say. I forgot to remember. Okay. Oh, I was watching that. I was watching Jesse the other day on... uh, Or uh, Shabazz Ali on the deal. Donahue. Oh, Oh, yeah. man. Oh, man. Shabazz Ali. I've been rocking with her and liking her for a long time. But, man... Man, she's a real stand-up alpha lady, man. That's a real example of how a young uh, black lady should be, man. <laughs> you know what I mean? And definitely, man, you know, Jesse Lee, every time he he, he kept the same message. Jesse Lee being holding it down. Yep. Uh, Maze, you need to uh, follow Father God and follow the commandments and follow uh, honorable ladies like Shabazz Ali. God bless you, <laughs> Hank and Cass. All right. Thank you, Art, and good luck on your date. Yep, yep. <laughs> oh, yeah, you already know. <laughs> We're playing. Thank you, Art. Um, and follow your husband, says Joel. About who? Maze. Maze. Oh yeah, Maze. Follow your husband. Uh, yeah. Um, that's a reference to Jesse Lee Peterson was on a talk show, one of the most famous talk shows, most popular talk shows at the time, if not the most popular talk show at the time. Phil Donahue. He was also on Geraldo, in uh, 1990. I believe it was 1990, right after starting Bond, the Brotherhood Organization of a New Destiny. Nice. Talking about men need to be men, and women need to, men and women have, need to have the right relationship. Hey, got two strikes, says Mahmoud. Not anymore. They have expired. Did you know, speaking of, you know how President Trump said that the mainstream media, and especially cable news, got major ratings boosts because of his four or five years in the public eye, majorly in the public eye as president and running for president and just dominating everybody like a man. So Jeff Zucker, he said now they're taking a dive because they didn't have much time left. (laughs) Jeff Zucker abandoning ship, a sinking ship, is it? I don't know. CNN president Jeff Zucker who used to like President Trump before he was president. They used to at least get along when uh, Donald J. Trump was making a lot of money for, what was that, NBC? Was NBC the one who did Apprentice and Jeff Zucker was in there at that time? Then he moved on to be part of uh, CNN and he turned into a backstabber, some friend, huh? Against Trump and against America, really. He says he will step down next year according to the Epic Times. Huh. Interesting. Not that interesting, but just a a development. By the way, speaking of parlor and the the social media drama, 
how Parler is getting suppressed and now they're infighting and then they're outfighting and it's just a mess. I'm not a huge fan of necessarily any of these social media outlets. Join them if you like them. If you like them, great. I joined them because, you know, I feel like I should be on everything that I can. Uh, but I'm not a huge Parler fan. I'm not even necessarily a huge Gab fan, although I've seen Gab's hustle and Andrew Torba's hustle, and I respect that. Uh, that's cool how they've developed Dissenter, which is a browser that allows you to comment, and it's also a website or a function plugin that you, allows you to comment on any article because articles at one time, some of you guys, guys may not remember this, but articles at one time used to allow comments, a comment section. But because we, the people, are too quote-unquote radical, meaning rational, they started getting rid of comment sections because we, the people, speak our minds, we speak freely, we uh, call each other names, and that's a beautiful thing because freedom of speech, and you get it off your chest, and you say what you really think about each other, <laughs> right? And you know, like, people aren't as brave in person as they are online, so people are a little bit more... Uh, evil towards each other, or openly evil towards each other. People are more fake and phony with each other in person, oftentimes. Especially with the cowardly culture that they've developed for, with, for us over the generations, right? But, um, I love comment sections. I love YouTube for that. And, uh, I like seeing what people really think. <laughs> and it's fun. So Gab developed that thing, and they developed their own, like, f phone, I, smartphone, I think. Basically, Google, the, the Google Pixel, but without Google involved. <laughs> I don't know. So I respect that. I don't, I've heard that they share information with the feds, kind of like B of A shares customer information with the feds, with the FBI, even without even committing any crimes or any, I don't even know if they even, they probably didn't even have a warrant. But they give your information, and they get in investigate people who went to the Capitol. Just because going to the Capitol, most people who went to the Capitol didn't even see the riots, I bet. Because weren't the riots, like, a little bit further away? Because the Capitol, A-L, is the city of D.C. And you're in one area, and you have to go kind of far away to get to the Capitol building, I think. So many, mo most of the people who were there didn't even see it, I bet. Didn't even see the chaos happening. Or didn't even know about it, in many cases. Because you're there, you're not on social media, you're there. So you're not hearing about what's going on. Trump was still speaking when the riots started. So it's so phony. But they want to target everybody, because they're evil. They being so many evil people, right? <laughs> but uh, I'm not against either Parler or Gab, but... Just keep in mind that people are evil and you can't really trust stuff online necessarily. Hake is edgy for the senior care crowd. <laughs> well, sometimes I say stuff that might be edgy, but they don't even catch it that it's edgy. So, I may not be edgy at all to anybody. Let me tell you about... <laughs> this guy, Chessa Bowden. Bowden? He has quite the relatives and uh, quite the heritage. Born in New York, 
He has his mother's last name. I don't know if his mother and father ever married. I don't know if they were hippies or what. He's my age, right? He's a little bit older than me. Born in August of 1980, this Chesa Bowden guy. When somebody gets back in here, I'll have them show you pictures. I am I'm on my own right now, and I can't show you the pictures of these guys. But, um, he was... Oh, thank you, Nick. Wow. Nick. Makes it, making it happen. So I have some pictures and info on these sleazy guys who... And this sleazy guy's sleazy heritage. Chesa Bowden. You almost can't really blame him for how he turned out. But this is a 40-year-old DA, district attorney out of San Francisco, and I believe that he's the one responsible for not prosecuting the black criminal who knocked out and killed an Asian. And this has been going on for some time up in San Fran, because it's a high Asian population up there, San Francisco, Bay Area of California, NorCal. I think of it as being, and blacks have been, you know, over in New York, it's black on Jew, over in, uh, in Hasidic Jew even, over in, uh, elsewhere, it's black on homeless or black on white, especially, they call it polar bear hunting, or they call it one hitter quitter, oh, when he, when a kid can knock out, a, a kid I say, but it might be a, a grown young man, right, N- not, Legally an adult necessarily, but basically a man can knock out a, uh, an old person just by sucker punching them. Oh, one hitter quitter! We're polar bear hunting! The knockout game! Well, they've been doing this all over. Jason Lee Peterson has witnessed it. They did it against a white guy up in the valley, I think. San Fernando Valley. Not the San Gabriel Valley. <laughs> Not as many blacks in San Gabriel Valley. But this guy... Apparently, according to reports, from what I hear, what I understand, he let that slide when a guy, maybe because he was mentally ill or something, is that the excuse? A fake excuse of, uh, for crime? Oh, you're not responsible for what you did because you're mentally ill. Yeah, okay. Um, Chesa Bowden. I have a Wikipedia little thing about his relatives. Born in New York. Democrat, married to Valerie Block. His mother is Kathy Bowden, like his last name. This is zero relatives. (laughs) And Kathy Bowden, I found out, was a convicted murderer for, I think she drove a getaway car, right? In a robbery and resulted in the killing of New York or NIAC. Nyak police officers, I guess that's part of New York, and a security guard. A Brinks robbery of 1981. She was a member of the far left. Show the uh, personal details. Shows when he was born and his spouses and, and uh, or spouse, his wife. Mother, father, relatives. Kathy Bowden, former member of the radical left militant organization Weather Underground. Which sounds, what is that, S- sounds... Like a band. <laughs> and David Gilbert. Currently serving a 75 to year to life sentence for felony homicide. A founding member of the Columbia University chapter of Students for a Democratic Society and, and a member of the Weather Underground. 
That's his father. Bill Ayers. Yeah, he took his mother's last name. I don't know if they ever married, you know, these hippies. I don't know if they're hippies or communists. They don't believe in God or morals. He's born to Jewish parents. So even though he looks white, he has a completely different culture from normal Christian whites or even, even, the athe- even the former Christian atheists, although they do tend to agree with these people, they don't have quite the same culture as these <laughs> atheist people. Because I can't imagine that this guy even believes in the Jewish type of religion. <laughs> but anyway, uh, it, when he was 14 years old, his parents were arrested for murder in their role as a getaway car drivers. And so this brings me to Bill Ayers, William Charles Ayers, who was his adoptive father, and Bernadine Dorn. <laughs> and I remember hearing Bill Ayers and Bernadine Dorn, who was his adoptive mother, retired law professor, former leader of the Radical Weather Underground in the early 70s. She was on the FBI's 10 most wanted list for several years. I guess that's a little bit before or maybe during when FBI was subverted but still pretending to be against communists and evil uh, leftist terrorists, right? Bernadine Ray Dorn. And I guess she was the wife or whatever, female partner of Bill Ayers. And Bill Ayers, th- these are people names that I remember hearing back in... 2008, 2009, and 2010, and 2011, and, and more, even more recently with regard to Obama. Because Obama was friends with Bill Ayers. Bill Ayers, allegedly, I have some information about Bill Ayers. Allegedly, he wrote his book. He was Obama's ghostwriter. Obama's ghostwriter. Barack Obama wrote this book, Dreams from My Father. And, you know, this is an article that poo-poos that idea, dismisses that idea. Did an ex-weather underground terrorist really write dreams from my father? Dream on, says Crawford Killian. This is from a 2009 article. But there's a picture of Bill Ayers. I remember seeing him speak in a video. And this guy who wrote this article says, When I read dreams from my father... In the, fir- in the first weeks of, uh, when I read it, in the first weeks of Obama's presidency, I was struck by the astonishing sophistication of the young Obama's writing. Had I read it when it first came out in 95, I would have pegged him as the best black American writer since James Baldwin. That's the radical homosexual guy. So this guy's a liberal. Because James Baldwin's, I don't know if he's a good writer, but he's a sleazy person, phony. Not a genuine person at all. And to be a good writer, I would think that you would kind of have to be telling the truth. And James Baldwin didn't tell truth. He told caricatures, imitations of the truth that um, dumb people fall for and evil people and angry people fall for. Just like the, you know, communist version of, oh, America was founded on slavery and genocide. That type of nonsense, right? Haters of, hater of whites. So, um... Others came to that same conclusion. Jack Cashill. Jack Cashill. C-A-S-H-I-L-L. Who has been on the Jesse Lee Peterson show before. Wrote, writes or wrote for World Net Daily. And he wrote in uh, American Thinker. 
some pieces, and, um, I read in elsewhere, like in Quora. You ever heard of Quora? That's where people share information. This John C. Drew, a PhD in political science, says the evidence is very, is very strong that Obama did benefit from a ghostwriter in the creation of Dreams from My Father. And by the way, I think that's where um, Dinesh D'Souza gets a little a lot of lines from that Obama read out loud this this book in an audio book. And so you hear Obama kind of narrating about his mother hating white people or white Americans and saying, these are not my people. I think that might be from Dreams from My Father. I could be wrong. But it's definitely from one of his books because you hear Obama narrating. But some say that um, it was Michelle's idea to tur- for Obama, Barack, to turn to Bill Ayers for assistance in finishing his first book. With the deadline looming back in 1994, Barack was still stymied. It was around that time at Michelle's urging he sought advice from his friend and Hyde Park neighbor in, I think that's Chicago, right? Bill Ayers. Michelle had known Ayers' wife, Bernadine Dorn, when she worked as a lawyer or paralegal, right? Whatever that is. Lawyer slash liar sleazy person. Dorn's father-in-law, um... Thomas Ayers just happened to be one of the firm's most important clients. So they uh, talked about Bill Ayers. Some say he ghost wrote it. He ghost wrote it, wrote it, right? Ghost writing is when another person writes it, and then it, but it's still credited to the more famous person or to the more palatable person in this case, Barack Obama, who speaks well. <laughs> Doesn't have that Negro dialect. <laughs> Isn't that something that Biden or Harry Reid or somebody said? Probably Biden. Who cares? Bill Ayers, ironically, does not deny ghostwriting dreams from my father and s- seems to enjoy calling attention to his role. Egotistical person. So this is like a, Bill Ayers is a, he was, was a former terrorist and now he's still a terrorist, but just not the, the outwardly violent kind. But he's an America hater, an America subverter. And uh, that is Chesa Bodine's adoptive father. That guy didn't have a chance but to be pure evil. Almost. <laughs> you know, so actually some people are raised by, uh, you know, really evil people. And yet they do have a chance, some of them. Some of them... They know something's wrong at some point, or they don't like all this celebrating of wrong to right, and they, um, and they wake up, they snap out of it, and they agree with what's right. So, I take back saying that this guy didn't have a chance, because who knows? Oh, I don't know if I have any treasure chests left to give. Let me see. I don't make as much bank as uh, JLP. Let's see what I can do, though. Over on DLive, I'm going to open the treasure chest, guys. I might have some left to give. Oh, yeah. Real quick, guys. But, yeah. And there's more than just that guy who's this, this Chesa Bodine's um, thing. It's not just Bernadine Dorn and Bill Ayers and his criminal parents. His uncle, get this, his uncle is a... Senior United States Circuit Judge. I have a picture of him. 
looks all joyful about being evil. <laughs> he's a judge in the United States. And his grandfather was an American civil liberties attorney and left-wing activist. Doesn't that always go hand in hand? Meaning anti-American. Oh, and that's a picture of his great-great-grand-uncle, who was a Marxist theoretician, writer, politician, lawyer, author of a two-volume polemic on the Supreme Court's influence on American government, published in 1932. What a sleazy history this man has. You can kind of understand kind of where he comes from, which is pure evil. To be expected. Anti-American influences being raised in America and being, and they're, they're pretending this is what America is about. Obama was endlessly lecturing on us, us on what it, what America is about. <laughs> Give me a break. Let me open this treasure chest. Thank you guys for the support. Uh, Cobra Koi 99 gave a super chat on Trovo.live slash Jesse slash the hate report, I mean, Trovo.live slash the hate report, and said, question, when you talk to Mays, how does anyone know about Queen Taylor, I think that's Marjorie Taylor Green, putting a like on that comment, is Facebook eyeing conservative people? It's a good question. Who knows what's going, what's really going on? And like I said, I don't know the context, what the comment really said, what else it may have said, if anything. I don't know if it was an errant like, because you go through and just like comments sometimes, you know? Who knows? I'm really not even that interested, but yes, I think that there is some extra monitoring of decent people, especially decent people of influence. And Marjorie Taylor Greene seems like that. I almost feel weird calling her Marjorie Taylor Greene, because, uh... That almost sounds like a, uh, like Amy Coney Barrett. It should be Amy Barrett, because Coney is her maiden name. Why are you putting your, I mean, I, whatever. Anyway. <laughs> what a mess. So that's Chessa Bodine. And that is what's in charge. That's the swamp put in charge of, uh, of, what do you call it? Of San Francisco. Disgusting. It's almost hard to believe that with the politicians and the phoniness and the sleaziness that people are and have and in, the, in California that, <laughs> for example, Don Jr.'s older-than-him girlfriend was married to, wasn't she married to Newsom, Governor then mayor, Gavin Newsom of San, was he mayor of San Francisco? So weird. But I guess people really don't uh, pay attention to character and values when they're all into the shallow things like looks and power and wealth and whatever else that women and men are into when they uh, get together. <laughs> have you ever dated like a liberal? I have. I mean, that's all you, that's all there are. Seemingly. Not all. Not all. But it's crazy. Oh, lastly, in the last 
15 seconds. Show them the, um, all those Republicans. It's in the outside of the folder. It's Trump. Uh, no, it's not Trump. It's rhinos against Marjorie. <laughs> Queen. These are the rhinos who voted against Marjorie Green. And it's not just them. It's Kevin McCarthy, too. And Mitch McConnell. And all those people. I mean, Mitch McConnell's a senator. But these people are in Congress. Mario Diaz-Balart. Brian Fitzpatrick. Carlos Jimenez. Or Jimenez. I don't know. Because it's spelled with a G. Chris Jacobs. Which was miswritten as Mark Jacobs. Of New York. Young Kim. An enemy of white people, apparently, just like the rest of the ri- these rhinos. Adam Kinzinger, same, same story. Enemy of white people, enemy of America, enemy of what's right. Nicole Meliotakis, Maria Elvira Salazar, Chris Smith, Fred Upton. Enemies within the Republican Party. Most of the Republicans are that, right? Anyway, guys, I gotta end. We have the Fallen State coming up, Church with Jesse Lee Peterson on Sunday. The Fallen State in less than an hour. TheFallenState.tv. Make sure you're subscribed, ring the bell on the, on the YouTube channel. Follow The Fallen State and Jesse Lee Peterson on BitChute, as well as Odyssey, O-D-Y-S-E-E, dot com, I believe it is, slash at the Fallen State TV or slash at Jesse Lee Peterson. And it'll get you to the right place, I think. And uh, thehakereport.com for my stuff. All right? Fun show. We'll see you Monday and Sunday and in the chat, if you join into the live chat on, uh, in an hour on The Fallen State on YouTube. All right? Take care. Wow.